0: Another episode of Ballers, Fears, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, Anthony and Moose. What's up? Hello! <laughs> An epic hello to go along with our new epic music. We have That's new right. intro music. and uh, Courtesy of our, our buddy, not Jordan. Way to, way to be late getting in there, Jordan. But courtesy of our buddy, Devin Butters, who's now doing our, who's done our intro music and doing some audio for us. So uh, thank you, Devin. Also, welcome to episode 20. Episode 20. We're one episode away from being legal. In everywhere. (laughs) How you guys doing? Amazing. Good. It's Thursday
1: night. Football. Thursday night
0: football. We're recording during the fourth quarter of the uh, Bengals-Browns game. It's kind of entertaining. It's kind of an entertaining game here. Two maybe not so great teams, but I'm enjoying the game. It's far more entertaining than anyone
1: ever thought it would be. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All
0: right. All right. Before we get into your thoughts on the game, uh, what are you guys drinking?
1: I'm drinking oh. a Laker Lager.
2: Oh, a good old Laker lager. Classic. Anthony? Um, I have a combination today. So I oh, have geez. my old style Pilsner, but I also have a Lega I don't freak. I'm terrible with names. Legavelin. Lagavulin. Lagavulin. There you go. (laughs) Nice.
0: Scotches are harder to pronounce. I have a uh, Russell Brewing Company, another West Coast uh, brewer. Uh, A Northwest IPA called Punch Bowl. Served with a punch of tropical hops, including citra, mosaic, and amarillo. And it's uh, on the uh, art, it's two boxers about to square off. And since I got my uh, ass kicked last week in most fantasy leagues, including one Anthony, I thought I should... Have a boxing beer. Nice. Yeah, but in our other league, because of course we have way too many. I did beat you, so we're one and one last week, Anthony and I. All right, what are your what are your takeaways so far from three and a half quarters of play between the Browns and Bengals?
2: Um, I like the look of uh, Joe Burrow. He is uh, a confident quarterback. Uh, of course, there's still some growing pains. Like he, he's a rookie, so he, there's going to be mistakes. But he he looks pretty good. I think it's just overall the team is young, and it'll take a while, or maybe the season, for them to you know get adjusted and be good. Yeah, and he's he's doing this with a, a pretty poor offensive line,
0: um, so makes it all that more impressive. I think. Um, not many more Bengals are super impressive. Even Joe Mixon's still pretty modest. On his end. Um, what about the Browns? Moose, uh, any, anybody standing up for you on the Cleveland Browns?
1: I mean, well, I mean, Nick Chubb's looking good. Baker Mayfield's looking better than last week. Yes. But I mean, he's playing the Bengals. Yeah, um, so we
0: need to temper our excitement with uh, Baker.
1: Temper the excitement. Odell Beckham had a nice big catch at the start of the
0: game. Big time. But uh, relatively quiet after that. Yeah, look, they're spreading the ball around, the Browns, um, but clearly. They run. They really got their run game going. So, I know Cincinnati's not uh, the best D line nor O line, but uh, you know maybe the Browns aren't as bad as they looked last week because the Ravens are so good how and early probably not I, as good as they look this week.
1: How early do I get to start the Harrison Bryant
0: hype? I mean, go should, ahead, get her, I get her it, going, start I, her
1: up, fire her up, fire her right up. Miss. Should I fire her up in episode twenty? How many receptions does he have today? Just one, but it looked real. Just good. the one. <laughs> It looked real good. But that's where it just
0: starts, one, But it looked real good.
1: I didn't. Well, you know, I, didn't I didn't say anything about starting him next week. Right. I Just said
0: I'm the starting hype. the hype. Yeah. yeah, you're starting the hype. Know, right.
1: I, we had the same conversation about Scotty Miller, and now people have him in their starting lineups. So you know, it, it, you big, are right.
0: It, you are right. Big, Moose was uh, early on Scotty Miller. Moose was have early a big on Scotty now,
1: but we'll see where Harrison Bryant is in a little. You while. think in this
0: season, or is it going to be like a hype train for next season pre-draft?
1: Uh, I think. I mean. This is, I think, a little optimistic, but I say end of season.
0: Okay, I still think there's too many guys to throw to, and I think Austin Hoop Dreams Hooper is probably still the guy. But uh, yeah. well, keep well my
1: it. my optimism comes with the e- expectation that there's probably going to be some injuries, might open up some opportunities.
0: Yeah, Moose just expects every player ever to get injured, and their backup to eventually take over. <laughs> That's, his, I, that's
1: that's how it works.
0: I mean it's a it's not a bad plan to you know to to factor wow. into your fantasy If we're talking strategy. about
1: the Browns, uh, I'll highlight Kareem Hunt.
0: Yeah. Although he, he he was like really quiet in the first half, Kareem Hunt today, but
1: No, I just All meant right. he
0: became famous because of an injury. Right. Oh, okay. Anything else on the Browns and Bengals as the Browns now march the ball down the field in the fourth quarter?
2: No, it's just uh the people that were nervous about Odell Beckham jr. Like, uh, he got his touchdown. He, he's at 15.4 fantasy points. So you're happy this week with, uh, the play in, in half point. Yeah. It's, it's in half uh, point, yeah. decent.
0: That's what you kind of expect from him and Chubb's just going off on uh, the Cincy defense. So if you're worried about Chubb, y'all good. All right, guys, uh, injury news, Anthony, why don't you hit us with some injury news leading into week two.
2: Yeah, um, it's not looking good for Michael Thomas, guys. It looks like he'll be out for a significant amount of time. Mm. Um, So, well, he says that he might be able to play through it. I do not recommend the team allowing him to play. This is a one, like, he's super talented. He needs to rest. He needs to, exactly, he needs to recover. So, I guess that opens up... uh, the feel for guys like Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook, uh, Traquan. Um, we'll talk about yeah, Sanders later. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the other players later. Uh, also, another big receiver that is dealing with injury is Galladay. Um, Kenny G. It looks, Kenny G. He, it looks like he might not be good to go. Uh they said it's maybe a game time decision but I still wouldn't feel confident playing him uh just because he's not practicing in full and yeah I I would say be careful on that one and then lastly I want to mention uh Jameson Crowder because I said he should be picked up last year off the waiver uh last year last week. last, last episode last year also last year <laughs> yeah last episode um because he's a target monster but uh, he's dealing with some hamstring issues so i would just keep an eye on him uh he might play but he might be limited because of that injury fair enough all Moose, right what
0: do you got
1: i'm going to talk about three people coming back from injury so uh first one james connor he uh, narrowly missed a high ankle sprain and practice in full today brandon Ayuk, who had a hamstring injury uh he is back practicing in full And Miles Sanders also
0: is back practicing in full. So are you guys confident playing both Connor and Miles Sanders, if you have either of those guys? I'm confident playing Connor. I'm not confident playing Sanders. And is that more, is that injury or the Philadelphia O-line?
1: Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. I mean, certainly when people drafted Miles Sanders compared to now, with Lane Johnson now going out, uh, Brandon Brooks uh, went out preseason – their O-line is, is just in shambles. So it's going to be a tougher slog for Miles Sanders. And the thing is, they don't have much uh,
1: receiving core. They're going to lean on him. If he's already injured, he's he's probably going to re-aggravate.
0: Yeah, you hope not. But I guess what you do hope as a Miles Sanders owner is he'll be used um, out of the backfield catching passes as well. So that remains I to be seen. I wouldn't play any of them. You wouldn't play any of them? Any of those guys? Sanders, or Connor?
2: Uh like, I don't think Connor is going to be that that running back that's going to get you a crazy amount of points. I think the time now they, they, like, they already knew Benny Snell Jr., I believe. I'm not missing yep, Roman numerals. Benny numeral Snell though. Jr. No um, Roman numerals. It's just a singular we, Benny Snell, though. Benny Snell Jr. Uh, they, they love the talent. He runs violently, and mm. I think they're going to split the time. So I don't think uh, Connor is going to be that big pull like he's not going to get you that those 20 fantasy yeah. points that you expected where you drafted him so i would say i'd be wary uh, especially against the denver
0: defense even without von miller they're pretty strong i'd be wary of james connor this week personally um on my end i got uh, a couple injuries to announce aj brown who i've been big on uh all preseason uh has a potential bone bruise so he might not be playing this week and it could be a couple weeks that he doesn't play Um, So that means Corey Davis, who we recommended to pick up on the waiver wire post podcast yesterday, you got to follow us on Instagram at three B fantasy pod to get all that good stuff. Um, Corey Davis becomes an attractive option this week. AJ Brown owners should be aware of that Uh, as well. Godwin is in concussion protocol, did not practice, so he's potentially not playing. So wait to see that uh, playing him uh, before game time. And then of course, Henry Ruggs, who suffered an injury in the second quarter of last week's game. Um, he's also against the saints this week. So even if he is healthy and plays, he's going to, he's going to be playing a, a pretty good defense. So I'd stay away from him as well. Um, and with Godwin out Evans, Mike Evans is supposed to come back. He's apparently over the hump for his hamstring injury, but I'd be a little weary with Mike Evans too. So that makes Scotty Miller an attractive option. We'll talk about him later and maybe some of the other Tampa um, offensive players.
2: And, All right. Uh, anything else on injuries? Yeah, yes. we, we miss one. Um, Cortland Sutton is questionable for week two, so he might miss another week, which means Jerry, Judy, Noah Fant. Jerry, Judy, Noah Fant. And Moose. Yeah, I'm wrapping this one up with uh, the
1: George Kittle conundrum. Uh, last season, he had the same injury. And, uh, you know, the coaching staff said, yes, he's going to play. He's just going to rest it. And then come game time, he was out for two to three weeks. So anticipate the same kind of coach speak this year. Um, So far, they're saying he's going to play. If you have someone on your bench who you can drop, drop him, pick up another tight end. But in most leagues, there's not going to be anyone better than George Kittle to pick up, even if you just play George Kittle and he, he catches maybe one or two passes. So your best bet if you have Kittle... Is just play him
0: and hope for yeah. the best. If he if he's playing, put him in your lineup. Yeah, that's the way to go. All right, that's enough on injuries. Oh Ooh. yeah, man, that is it gets lengthy of injuries because it's a tough year so far for injuries. All right, we're really excited now. We're going to go our week two start and sit picks, but we have a new segment title for this section, and we're going to call it our since <laughs> since we have one player who clearly is sitting all the time and one player that obviously after week one you're starting all the time we're gonna call it our Jarrett Siddhams and Gardner Min Shuins of the week and we're pretty excited about this segment title I love it um, so we're gonna start with our Gardner Min Shoe-ins, which are the players you should definitely start and we're gonna go quarterback and tight end to start us off and Anthony you have the honor of hitting us with your first QB and tight end starters
2: Oh, wow, I'm so flattered. You should be. Um, <laughs> um, so my start or my shoe-in is uh, Tom Brady at QB and Jared Cook at tight end. Uh, yep. With uh, Brady, I know a lot of people weren't too happy with his performance week one, and he kind of saved his fantasy week by scoring that touchdown that he ran in. But um, I think he's going to play angry this week. And because, you know, Belichick has the upper hand with the win week one and he has the loss, I think he's going to really want to um, stick it to Carolina and, you know, just spread the ball around. But uh, like we mentioned before, Godwin uh, looks like he might not play. So, um He still has plenty of receivers, like uh, we'll talk about later. Scotty Miller is an option there, too, who did well week one. Uh, Mike Evans is there. He's feeling better. He's got the two tight ends. So uh, uh, I like Brady this week. And then for Jared Cook, Michael Thomas is out. So yeah, (laughs) Jared Cook looks super good, even though he's old. Um, (laughs) Is he that old? I'll go age check. He's one of the older. Go, go age check. Um, yeah, so I like the options. Emmanuel Sanders didn't see too many balls week one. Uh, he'll obviously get more this week, but uh, I believe like Jared Cook is a safety blanket for uh, Breeze as well. So I like Jared Cook this week.
0: Jared Cook, 33 years old. He did look great last week, though.
2: Is, that, right, is, I... that, is that considered old? Oh. That's That's old, I guess,
0: in the NFL for sure. In the NFL, yeah. Those are two pretty good starts. I got to agree with both those. Moose, you're up. I'm going with
1: Josh Allen as my QB and Greg Olson as my tight end. Ooh, baby. I don't have much to say about Josh Allen other than he's playing Miami.
0: (laughs) And he was great last week. And he was great last week. So fire up your Josh Allens. Welcome to Miami. He's going to have a great week. (laughs) Greg Olson. Benito.
1: Yeah. Greg Olson's playing uh, New England defense, which is a tough defense uh mike gasecki had a poor game and was able to put up six points he got uh 30 yards uh through the air i think they'll light greg olson up in the end zone i think he's worth a start this week
0: talk about greg olson 35 <laughs> talk about old i mean yeah, he's 35 old. years old he's old so <laughs> look out for that um yeah greg olson might be worth a start if you were uh, streaming tight ends and uh josh allen no doubt that's a no doubt starter in my books All right, my QB and tight end shoe-ins of the week are Jimmy G, the San Francisco 49ers, and O.J. Howard of the aforementioned Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, For Jimmy G's case, uh, week one did not go so well for the San Francisco 49ers. They're a Super Bowl contender, and they lost to the Arizona Cardinals, a division rival who I think finished last in the division last year. Not a good start. So Jimmy G is going to be looking for a bounce-back week. He's missing a lot of weapons. True, Kittle could be hurt. Debo Samuel still out. But they're still a great football team. So they're going to be looking to bounce back in Week 2. There's no way San Francisco is going 0-2, right? Enter the Washington Washingtons. (laughs) Or Washington Washingtons Roman numeral 2. Thank you. Um, That's their matchup this week. Sorry, Moose. Uh, I, I think, you know, they're definitely an improved team. But I think... They're, they're weak on, on defense. They, they got Chase Young on the D-line, but other than that, I think that uh, the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G have a real opportunity to put up some big points, uh, and I think Jimmy G is going to be hungry.
2: San Francisco's
0: playing the Jets, not Washington. <gasps> oh, I have the wrong matchup. Oh, even better then. Well, thanks, Anthony. <laughs> How did I write down the wrong matchup? You're right. 49ers are playing the Jets. Uh, I had Washington for a future. Washington is playing Arizona this week who lost to the 49ers. That was the confusion. Um, The Jets suck. So (laughs) let's, let's be honest. Uh, Jimmy G is going to crush and light it up against the New York jets. So all the more, all the more reason to start him. And OJ Howard, uh, we already talked about uh, Tom Brady going up against Carolina Panthers bounce back week. Mike Evans could be, Mike Evans is coming back from the hamstring injury. Godwin is a concussion protocol. Could be out. OJ Howard's going to be a big target for Tom Brady that week. So play OJ Howard. And he had a great week last week. Six six targets plus a TD. Any disagreements there? Uh, no. No. Nope. I think that's good. Awesome. I love it. All right. Let's go reverse order with running back shoe-ins. So my running back shoe-ins for this week, week two, are Naheem Hines slash Jonathan Taylor, if you have him, put him in too. Or put him in if you have him. And uh, the reason I got these, uh, sorry, the other one is Ronald Jones, Roman numeral two. Again, Tampa Bay. Same argument for Ronald Jones, Roman numeral two. I thought he looked great last week. Uh, he's running the ball really well. Uh, I expect Tampa Bay to be ahead of Carolina in this game, and thus game script going to be handing the ball off to Rojo. He doesn't catch a lot of, of passes. He's not going to be factored into the to the passing game much. But again, I think they're going to be up and running the ball quite a bit on Carolina. And for right, Hines, Dave, Dave, I'm
1: throwing a curveball at you here. Sure. What if I have Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines?
0: Oh, wow. That's a great, great, great um, observation, Moose. I would – I mean, if you have both, I think they're both playable this week. I think they're both playable. And the reason is they're playing Minnesota.
2: Yeah, but who's Uh, got the shoe in?
0: Who's got the shoe 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 in? in? The shoe in is
2: obvious here. I I know know what Andy's going to say,
0: Hines. If you drafted Jonathan Taylor – you drafted him in like the third or fourth round. You got us. That's, that's an automatic start. Hines is someone that you might have picked up on the waiver wire or you had a, as a sleeper pick. He's someone you can put in your flex pretty comfortably this week.
2: Yeah. What were you going to say, Anthony? Uh, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Jonathan Taylor, people drafted him where they did because they were expecting him to take over at some point this yes. season. So now he's already the lead back due to Marlon Mack's injury. And we also saw Naeem Hines get a lot of work but to me he's just a sure in like 100 percent flex is that he guy. a
1: sure in or a shoe in
2: shoe in <laughs> he's a shoe he's in, a shoe in. <laughs> so he's a shoe in flex um there are a lot of injuries this week so if you manage to get him on your waiver wire congratulations put him in your flex okay big time.
1: so we're consensus jonathan taylor is a start at running back naim hines is a start in your flex
2: yeah big time
1: Awesome. All right. Moose, Am I yeah. up? Is it my turn? You're totally up. Okay, dude. my guys are J.K. Dobbins and Ronald Jones, Roman numeral two. I will bypass Ronald Jones numeral two since Dave has already spoken about him. Indeed. I'm going J.K. Dobbins here mainly because somebody picked him as a sit, so I wanted to do the counterpoint. But at the same time, Baltimore, um, you know, they've said many times that they're going to use a different approach every week. And I think... Last week, they're testing the waters with J.K. Dobbins, and they got him on the goal line. He scored two touchdowns. This week, they're playing the Houston Texans, and if we can all remember what happened—what happened last Thursday with the Houston Texans and a rookie running back—I yes. think I think Baltimore is going to be eager to test out their weapon against them as well.
0: Indeed, that's strong points, Moose. Strong points. <laughs> Anthony, counterpoints.
2: Oh, boy. Um, no, he,
0: he'll counterpoint
1: at the sit because I think it's... Oh, that's yeah. true. Well, we can I'm wait like, for I'm, that, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I'm, like, in disagreement with you guys today. Like, I, um, I really don't... like usual.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, why do you sound like that's
2: different? <laughs> well, uh, we beat... Actually, Moose and me have been on the same page on a lot of stuff, but... Uh, Quite a few, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like I like your Garoppolo play, too, but I, I really don't think Kittle's going to be a factor, and therefore just takes value away from... Him like whether Kittle plays or not. Even if he's in, I don't think he'll be like normal Kittle. So, I think if
1: if Kittle doesn't play, McKinnon becomes a sleeper. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. McKinnon McKinnon will see a lot of targets out of the backfield. Yeah.
2: yeah. Anyways, you let's get on to is. Anthony's yeah. running backs. Let's yeah. do it, Anthony. So my running backs, my shoe ins, are Austin Eckler and Zach Moss. Um. Eckler might seem like a shoe in for most of our listeners or f- to the public, but a lot of people are pissed off at the performance from week one. Uh, yeah, me included, because I have him <laughs> in one of my leagues. But as you know from the ridiculous uh, beer bets that I've made or bold predictions, like Eckler is gonna—he's gonna be fine. Um, he did get 19 attempts last week, which is way more than we expected. He didn't get a lot uh in the passing game but I think, yeah i think they're they're trying to they, they want to inco- incorporate him more like they should be using him more and i know I, uh what's his name the coach anthony lynn anthony how lynn. could you forget someone named anthony <laughs> no, i don't know <laughs> Come there's only on, one man. anthony and it's me um, <laughs> oh. but um yeah so th- they're definitely going to get him involved and i think he'll do well um He'll, he'll go back to RB1 status. And then for Zach Moss, uh, both him and Devin Singletary didn't have, like, wow weeks. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. Moss obviously was the better fantasy play because he did get the touchdown. The TD, yeah. Yeah. So I think as they get more comfortable, and what helps, too, is that they're playing another weak-ass team. Um, so... <laughs> So because they're, they're playing, playing the Dolphins, Miami, they're yeah. playing the
0: Dolphins. So, so if you can't I, produce against the Dolphins, yeah, then when are you going to produce? So if you were going to play them, this is the week.
2: Yeah. So I believe Zach Moss will get another TD, and he'll do better in the running game or the passing game, one of the two. So yeah, play him. He, yeah, because he wasn't the great the in was the favorable. running game last
0: week. Yeah, but the, the matchups there. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's. So that's it. Any uh, disagreements?
1: You're not going to. Oh, there we go. I was waiting for you to ask if there's any disagreements. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say quickly. Uh, I'm in agreement about Austin Eckler, but like he's on thin ice. I think he's a product of of uh, Philip Rivers not being the greatest last season. I don't <laughs> think um, I don't think Terod Taylor is a is he's not a check down quarterback, and I think that's what Austin Eckler. Uh, you know, I think that's what's what's helping him. So I think uh, he's he's a guy to watch
0: from week to week.
2: Uh, yeah, and I think uh, and another notable thing, um, I believe their center is also out.
0: Oh, Marquise Pouncy, yeah, Pouncy
2: is yeah. out. So we gotta keep an eye on not Marquise. That.
0: There's two Pouncies they're twins. Mike Pouncy, Mike Pouncy. You're right. Marquise is Pittsburgh. Was Pittsburgh? He retired. Mike Pouncy. Yeah, that's trouble. The Chargers wow. have just so many injuries on the Chargers. Yeah, Moose, you were, saying, you, were you were saying Moose? No, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay, well, I will lead to you to start off our wide receiver, Gardner Minshewins of the week. Oh,
1: geez. I, I I thought we were already on the uh, Jared Siddhams. I got ahead of myself.
0: Yeah, you're excited because yeah. you're Jared Siddham truther, so you were ready for the Jared Siddhams. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we're not going to get into this, but... Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Give us your shoe ins. The sit, the Jared sit him, but go for
1: I'll, I'll give you my Gardner Minshew ins. Starting yeah. with someone that Gardner Minshew is going to light up. Uh, I'm feeling pretty big about uh, Lavisca mm. Um I think he's just he's a super talent, and I, you know, I, I believe that DJ Chark will be covered, um, and and Visca is just going to be he's just going to be the open guy and he's he's going to feast
0: quite possible they're and, playing the uh, titans this week right
1: yeah and yeah. i'm just thinking if if you don't have him go out and get him because you get him free this week he's going to cost you from here on out that's 100 percent.
0: you think so eh? wow yeah okay you heard it here for, you heard it here first folks yeah. <laughs> who's your second one well scotty miller of course of course do i have to say anything else Well, just
2: just to give a brief, like, Godwin's out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Godwin's out. Evans uh, had the hamstring injury. He's apparently, quote, unquote, over the hump. Um, Bruce Arians also said he's going to guarantee 10 targets a game for Mike Evans. Um, Stop me when this sounds familiar about O.J. Howard last season. So um, I think (laughs) think Scotty Miller is going to, you know, he... He's the super fast uh, receiver that, you know, Tom Brady loves. He's like Julian Edelman light.
0: Yeah. He's (laughs) exactly. Just like Anthony loves Michelob ultra light. Scotty Miller is Julian Edelman ultra light. I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Yeah. He's uh, I got to agree with that. LaVisca Chanel. You know what? Yeah, I might. uh, I can't disagree with it. Um He's a fringe. He's a,
2: I'd he say, French flex yeah. player. Okay. Uh, so
0: since, since we were
1: talking about Naim Hines in the flex, Visca in the flex. Cool.
2: Uh, I, I, cool. like that. I think it's, <laughs> a, I, th- I think it's a, a, Bold move. It's at, a bold. At, yeah, it's a bold at, at, Like at week two, I do believe in the talent. I still think there's a lot of receivers to spread the ball to. And I do think DJ Chark, like, I think DJ Chark's good enough that even though he'll yeah, be covered the, the most, he's still going to have the, the better fantasy week. I think LaVisca Chanel will definitely be the wide receiver too in a couple more games, maybe. But um, I would say, like, I wouldn't put him in my flex this week. I would say wait another week just to see what happens. Yeah. Um, because, because it's I'm the still Titans not, defense, right?
1: The, the thing I'm really not sure about, because I've, I've watched a lot of tape on him and stuff, and I'm not sure if the La is silent or not. Some people call him Visca. Some people call him LaVisca.
0: I assumed it was Visca for short. Yeah, that's what I assumed too. Is it that hard to add the La at the beginning? No, just mean like his nickname, like Visca, like we might call Anthony Tony. We don't. I think I'm gonna exaggerate. The I mean, la we call you Moose. That no. wasn't your 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 birth name. You're gonna exaggerate the La. Yeah. <laughs> All la right. La Visca. Or La, <laughs> like French La, Visca, chenot. Exactly. Oh my God. All right. Can uh can I jump in here for my uh, shoe in wide receivers? You sure can. I shoe in Ken. Uh, mine are pretty obvious, guys. I'm going with Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Gallup. Emmanuel Sanders is, is obvious because Michael Thomas is out. Drew Brees has to throw to someone. Jared Cook's an option. Kamara's an option. Emmanuel Sanders is the number one wide receiver option, and he looked pretty decent in his debut. He's a veteran. Drew Brees will rely on him. I think it's an easy, easy plug-in uh, for this week. And then my other one is Michael Gallup. Um, you know, Dallas still has a great offense. They proved that last week against Atlanta. Uh sorry, against uh the Seahawks, the Rams. Why am I so why am I so bad with the matchups this week, guys? They were against the Rams last week and the offense was rolling. This week they're against Atlanta, and I expect it to be a shootout, uh, just like Atlanta and Seattle was. So I would uh shoe in Gallup into your lineup.
2: Play everyone in that game except Hayden Hurst.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> uh... Anthony. You didn't see it because we're just podcast, but yeah, Anthony shot me a look in that match. Anthony except shot both me a look ends. Oh goodness! Yeah, well, definitely don't play Dallas tight end Schultz, but Hurst, Hurst, The come out, the coming out party is this week for Hurst.
2: Yeah, think again. Anthony hit um, us with your okay. shuins. Um, so one of them was Scotty Miller as well. So I will not go into that since Moose. Easy. Um, explained it super well. Uh, my other guy is T.Y. Hilton. Now, I don't know a lot of people where he was going in drafts. Like it's a little later than. Where he used to go, but with uh, you know always being injured or having lingering injuries and not being 100 percent healthy in games, people are don't know what to do with T.Y. Hilton sometimes. But I say you got to play him this week. Minnesota's defense, like especially their secondary, is new. Uh, they haven't figured it out because Green Bay lit them up last week. Absolutely um, annihilated. All I think the three receivers went over 100 yards. So I would say T.Y. Hilton is going to catch a lot of balls or have a lot of yards. So he is a definite start this week. Uh, uh, RB1, RB2, he's not a flex option. Put him in your RB1, RB2.
0: Strong. Strong play. Any disagreements there? No, I love it. No? Yeah, I love those two. Very good. All right. Let's get into our Jared Siddhams of the week. Week two, Jared I'll start off QB tight end. I'm going Cam Newton for QB. That's a surprise. And TJ Hawkinson um, for tight ends. Both players had great week ones. The reason I'm sitting Cam Newton this week is listen, week one he played the Miami Dolphins. So I think we need to temper our excitement with Cam Newton. He only passed the ball 19 times. Clearly New England's game script is going to be defense and run. He did get two rushing TDs, but can you expect two rushing TDs from a quarterback every week? Absolutely not. He's going up against a much better Seattle Seahawks team who are going to be, I think, leading for most of the game. So he'll be forced to throw a little bit more, and now we'll really see what that New England offense is all about. It's not going to be a comfortable matchup where he can run, uh, he can scramble, and he can rush those those TDs at the goal line. We're really going to see what Cam Newton's uh, made of this week. If you remove his two rushing TDs from last week, he would have had 13 points in fantasy. Not very good. So that's something to be wary of. If I'm a Cam Newton owner, if I drafted him late, I'm waiting. See how this week goes. If he lights it up again against Seattle, then it's green light. He's he's definitely got the, the green light for me for the rest of the season. TJ Hawkinson. Now, this is a surprise as well. Um, Detroit is playing Green Bay this week. I think the Green Bay defense is underrated. I think that they're pretty good. They held Kyle Rudolph, uh, who clearly is not as talented as TJ Hawkinson at this point in his career. But nonetheless, a good tight end to 3.8 fantasy points last week, and uh, I just I think it's tough for a second year tight end to follow up big first week with another second week. Um, so I'm I'm going to steer clear of TJ Hawkinson this week. What do you guys think? Oh
2: boy, these middle tier tight ends—it's hard to tell this early in the season. Mm. Um, I say a lot of people might be in a situation where they thought TJ Hawkinson was going to be their number one tight end so they drafted that way so right. i think for most people they're going to have to play him but if you if you doubled up on your tight ends and you have an option like hawkinson and somebody else you might want to look into the other options right good point if you only have hawkinson you got
0: no there's not much choice there
2: right depends how confident you were in him before the season started all right. And where Moose, anything to... on that?
1: Yeah, no. know. Well, I mean, I've already said it before in previous episodes. Unless you get one of the top five tight ends, you're just rolling the dice every week.
0: Mm. Great point. All right, Moose, hit us with your QB tight end chew uh, Sorry, Siddhams. You're Jared Siddhams. <laughs>
1: My Jared Siddhams. Uh, I also picked Cam Newton. Um, it was too easy for him last week. And I think this week we'll see his true colors mm-hmm. playing against a real defense. Um, all the points you brought up where, you know, it's, it's hundred percent true. You're not going to see him probably running in. Um, you, you know, I just, I don't, I don't think he's going to have a good game. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously I want him to do well for the Patriots, but I think this is going to be uh, a bit of an eye opener for him. Like this is real football now. This isn't right. uh... <laughs> It's not the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Dolphins. <laughs> um, and then my, my tight end is uh, Chris Herndon and uh you know, I'll believe it when I see it. He's supposed to be a great talent. Um, but at the same time, I just think that the Jets are a mess. And he's, he's not going to. And they're if playing he... the 49ers this week. Yeah, and they're playing the 49ers. So Enough said. If you got him,
2: uh, good luck. <laughs> also, just uh, a note, um, Richard Sherman is also out. That's true. So that's a good point. That's a good point he would he wouldn't be covering tight ends but right but yeah just as a general yeah info when everybody thinks san francisco's one of the top d they're they've got some injuries yeah they're dealing with injuries i themselves. mean
1: i don't think you need to be a top d to shut the jets down that's true
0: <laughs> all right anthony who are your sit for qb and tight end
2: um so my jared sit are daniel jones for qb and I'm going to switch it because who I had down originally actually played in the Thursday night game. So I had Hooper down as my sit-em. And I would have uh, definitely won that one or was definitely correct on that one because he ended up you with were. 3.2 fantasy points. But since Yikes. this doesn't help you guys since it's airing tomorrow, uh, I'm going to switch it. Um, Anthony,
1: it, it's, it's locked in. It's in Instagram
2: history now. We didn't post it yet. I know. I'm not changing it, though. Oh, come on. What? No, we're gonna we have it to just we gotta change it. it. It doesn't we, help anyone if we post it.
1: Yeah, know, yeah we but, gotta post people that are playing Sunday to, and Monday. We have to embarrass you by showing that you had no idea. Well, it's I'm not embarrassing because he was right. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot we were on the Jared It
0: would embarrass
2: sit-ums. us for posting it because it's after the fact, but he yeah. was right. But um, yeah, so my sidem is actually Greg Olson. Um, um, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah I yeah. oh, Moose gonna is change, I'm going
1: to change it now so I can be controversial. No,
2: I, I, uh, unlike, unlike Gets you, get the it, people going. Unlike you and prep, I usually have several options in case you guys steal some of my stuff. So I had Greg Olson there because um, there are three, and like Dave said, maybe four tight ends there. And I think from week to week, it's going to be a different tight end that is successful fantasy wise. I don't think Greg Olson looked bad week one, but I don't think he's going to get you your 10 points this week. So you want 10 points from your tight end. You want the tight end to get you that touchdown. Um, I don't think he'll get that touchdown this week. So that's why I say sit him. I think it'll be Dizly or somebody else. So that's, that's my reasoning behind it. It's just I'm not confident that week in, week out, you can trust them. Yes, the matchup. Well, the matchup's not that favorable either because the New England D is really good. But I think they'll... Yeah, I, I just don't think you'll get the touchdown.
0: It is tough to know who's going to play. They got um, Greg Olson, Will Disley, Jacob Hollister, Luke Wilson, the Canadian. It's packed. It's packed Yeah, the, the tight end.
1: I would... Depends. I would. If if it if was me, I'd sit Anthony this week because now I have to redo this graphic for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well played, miss. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up? Who's up for the sit oh. You're up for what your did? running backs. Anthony, who was your quarterback?
2: He's oh, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Do you want to talk about why oh, or yeah. no? Sorry. Um, yeah, Daniel Jones. Uh, I'll say it quickly. Wait, Anthony, are you sure you don't want to change it last minute? Yeah. No, I'm Yeah, good. you want to change it? Well, <laughs> okay. I can keep Hooper. Like I already look good. I'll I'll be the first one to look good on my starts and sits for this week. So just want to make sure. But I just want to give proper info to the fans so they can make a conscious play and not start Greg Olson, like you said. So the people that like listening to me, it should be put so they know that I did say don't play him. But anyways, getting on to Daniel Jones. Last week, um, he had some, like he looked really good in the game. Like he was able to get the ball out quickly. He did have those two horrible interceptions. But even with those two interceptions, he was able to uh, finish with 19 point. 3-6 fantasy points. Um, which is still very good for a guy who threw two interceptions. Now, um, I know some people are excited about him. I'm excited for him. I have him as one of my QBs in my Dynasty League. Um, his first four weeks, like we said in previous episodes, are difficult. Um, they're playing the Bears defense this week. Um, I think uh, he'll... Th- Bears. I think he's going to throw... <laughs> more interceptions and he might get sacked more and maybe have a. F- um, he suffered with fumbles last year, had a lot of them. I think uh, there might be at least one fumble, one interception from him. Um, I think the the Chicago Bears are going to destroy him. So I would say still wait, wait for the four weeks to pass and then, you know, start uh, streaming him or starting him week to week.
0: All right, let's. Uh, I'm going to go to running backs here for my Jared Siddhams of the week. Uh, my first one is Frank Gore. Uh, I know Lev Bell's injured, and Frank Gore becomes the, uh, as Adam Gase is so excited, the head coach of the Jets. Frank Gore becomes their lead running back, but it's the Jets, and they're playing the 49ers, and that D line is amazing. So sit em, You know, wait, wait for another week. It's, this is not the week for Frank Gore, all right? Sit My second one is Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown looked good last week, but let's wait and see. It's another one of those. I'm not sure yet. Cam Newton was great last week. Let's wait and see. I'm willing to sit Malcolm Brown one more week uh, if you have him on your roster before putting him in as your RB2 or in your flex. Let's wait one more week. They're playing the Eagles. The Eagles do have a pretty solid defensive line. I know the Eagles gave up two rushing TDs to Peyton Barber in week one. But they, they held Washington to way under 100 yards rushing. Um, so let's, let's just ease off the brakes on Malcolm Brown for now. He was a good pickup if you got him on the waiver wire. But I'm not flexing him yet. I'm waiting one more week. Any disagreements there?
1: No. I love no, it. Love it. Uh, okay, my turn. I'm going with Melvin Gordon and any of the New England running backs.
2: <laughs> did you just snag my guy? Did you have him down as uh, your sit him originally, Melvin Gordon?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. The, you guys both had Melvin Gordon. Okay. Cool. And yeah. I, I third, I third to that. Yeah. Moose, you can lead us off with the Melvin Gordon argument. Yeah. Um sure. Um, <laughs> or not. <laughs> uh, thank God. We almost got through a whole podcast without a classic Moose uh shirt. <laughs> I'm glad uh, we did. I
1: mean, they're playing, they're playing at Pittsburgh defense. Uh, he struggled against the Denver. Um, sorry, um, who did they play last week? He struggled. Denver played against, Tennessee. He struggled against the, the Tennessee defense, uh, the Pittsburgh defense last week. They were, I mean, they were shutting
0: down. Um,
1: Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Barkley.
0: They held him to six yards rushing. Uh,
1: he was Saquon. jumping over people. He like he Saquon looked electric, and they still were shutting him down. So I think Melvin Gordon's gonna he's gonna have a hard time. If he, if they get him on the goal line, sure. Melvin Gordon gets you a couple touchdowns, but I think it's a gamble. And then uh, New England running backs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, if you drafted a New England running back, hopefully, I mean, I know we have a lot of beginners who listen, but, you know, it, traditionally it is impossible to deal with New England running backs. You never know which one's going to be highlighted in that week. This season, uh, you know, Damian Harris is already injured. Uh, Sony Michelle, his—you never know when his knee is going to be injured. Rex Burkhead looked kind of good last week, but you know, maybe not that great. Not not playable. So, yeah, he's not playing. not playable. So it, you know, if you have a New England running back, um, do don't start them, and and maybe even look look for another route. Maybe try to find a, a Patriots fan in your league. Try to trade one of them off. Um, find a but, Patriots. Uh,
0: first of all, find the Patriots fan in your league and get them out of the league. That's the first step. <laughs> Just getting those. It's okay. I have two championships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two fans championships. Six, six real NFL yes. championships as a
1: fan. All right. Um, but yeah, so get uh, get those uh don't start anyone from New England running back. Agreed. That's all. Does
0: right, agreements, co- questions, mm-hmm. concerns. <laughs> no, no. Nope. Second and thirds of the motions. Anthony, you're up.
2: Um. All right. My sit-ins are one of them. Was Melvin Gordon Roman numeral two? Mm-hmm. Uh. Moose explained why. Pittsburgh D. Super good. Uh. And even though Lindsay is dealing with turf toe and might not play. Yes, I think. Even though the uh, starter, the even though the better running back is out. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just gonna be super tiring for Melvin Gordon <laughs> to um to deal with all of that. And yeah, definitely sit him. And that sucks because I got him in a couple weeks. And I know Moose does as I do well too. in one. Yeah. Um and my other one, which will be in disagreement with I believe it was Moose again, is JK Dobbins. Um uh, trust me uh, like i know the 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 kid is talented he's going to be the guy there maybe midway through the season or or next year even but like week 1 super good in fantasy because of two TDs uh he got the red zone touches but he had seven attempts for 22 yards um it was a down game for ingram ingram is still the guy i think this week Dobbins won't get in the end zone twice. I think they're going to go back to Ingram and especially since it's a harder matchup this week for them. They played the garbage Cleveland Browns last week. Uh this week they are playing the Houston Texans. So I think still not a great defense. <laughs> not a great defense, but yeah. that's why I think Ingram like he'll just, you know, first week there was no preseason. I think Ingram's just going to you know, go back to being the, the lead back because last week they were torching the Cleveland Browns, and so they're like, why not give J.K. Dobbins some reps? So, I think so it's back. I'll, to
1: I'll put it. I'll put it to you like this. Okay, who you think you think uh, Mark Ingram is the better running back?
2: Uh, hmm. No, he's not the more. He's not the more talented running back, but he is their RB one, and they will use him. He is their bell cow back. And they will get J.K. Dobbins in there for, for some place. Cause here's, they're going to ease him into it. Here's how I see it.
1: I agree with you. Um, you know, J.K. Dobbins, probably going to be uh, more likely a future prospect. But this week, they played the Houston Texans, who got torched by a rookie running back. But next week, they have to play the Kansas City Chiefs. So if I was thinking that Mark Ingram's my guy, maybe I rest him. And maybe I let the rookie run wild on the Houston
2: Texans. Maybe. I'm still not confident with his stat line from week one. Seven attempts, 22 yards. If he got stuffed on the goal line and he doesn't get those touchdowns, I know he did. He got the touchdowns. But I'm just saying, if he doesn't get those red zone, if he doesn't get in the end zone, he's not relevant for fantasy. He will be. Like Joshua Kelly? No, no, no. (laughs) Joshua (laughs) Kelly got way more attempts than... Uh, how many attempts did he get? Uh... Josh Kelly got
0: 12. Josh Kelly got 12 yeah. rushing attempts. Seven I am very attempts. tuned in
2: to Josh Kelly's hey, rushing we're attempts. We're not comparing it here. I'm just I'm just <laughs> yeah. giving you well, a hard you time. You brought it up, so we're not comparing yeah. but you brought it up. Well, now I'm just really just looking forward to the um, Baltimore game. I'm looking at the stat line. <laughs> Seven attempts for 22 yards. If he doesn't get the, the two touchdowns, he's not a good enough start, even in the flex. So I'm saying wait on him. He will be the guy soon enough, but I don't think you should expect him to do what he did last week. And even with the two touchdowns, it was only 14 points. Alright, fair he, enough. So, JK was one of yours. Who's the other one, Anthony? Uh, it was Melvin Gordon, Roman Numeroso. Oh, we already talked about yeah. it. Okay.
0: Alright, like uh, Anthony, let's go wide receivers. We're wrapping up our sit here.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to go with DJ Moore and Slayton from the Giants, I can't Does remember. He have his first a New name. York Giants. I can't remember his first name. It's Darius. Darius from the Slayton. New York Giants. New York Giants. Okay, so DJ Moore. I'm kind of sad that I'm putting him in there because I am a DJ Moore owner and I'm a big believer in DJ Moore. But I don't think I think they're going to be playing from behind and they're going to air the ball out to Robbie Anderson again and maybe Curtis Samuel. I think DJ Moore will get. He he, he might end up with. 10, 12 fantasy points just due to his receptions. Uh, so, half point PPR or PPR leagues, like you'll be okay, but he's not an RB1, RB2 start. At best, he's a flex. Wide start receiver this week. one.
0: Wide receiver two.
2: Sorry. Wide receiver one or wide receiver two. He's at best a flex option for this week. So. You guys
0: were so high on him.
2: Uh, I am high I... on him. I just don't think that this is the week that he'll dominate. Um, I, say... I was so
0: high on him that that high has yet. To wear off. I'm tripping yeah. the ball still. And DJ Moore got still got nine targets last week. He was still the lead guy. He just yeah. didn't have a ton of catchable balls from Teddy Bridgewater. He only received, he only caught four of those nine targets, but yeah. he was still the target leader on the team. He still will be the target leader every week. Yeah, so I, I, he's still a safe play, definitely in your flex, yeah. if not in your wide receiver position, I think.
2: Yeah. Well, I think this week he's outside the wide receiver one or two. Put him in your flex. He's a depth <laughs> like, I, I'm just saying. I mean, they're, they're gonna be option, playing from behind,
0: right? They're gonna be playing from behind. Yeah, against Tampa Bay, they're gonna be throwing it quite a bit. Yeah,
2: I, and I so think Robbie Anderson's gonna be there. From the, yeah,
0: but Anderson's a big play guy. I think. I think. Yeah, he's a big more play guy, but I think guy.
2: they're gonna have to air the ball down the field. So I would say I would rather flex Robbie Anderson this week than DJ Moore.
0: Ooh, that's a bold take. I will beer bet you that DJ Moore has more fantasy points than Robbie Anderson this week.
2: Let's friggin' do it
0: let's do it i already lost last week so if you didn't know we'll talk about it at the end of the episode but we had a philip Lindsay versus melvin gordon thing we'll talk about later hold on
1: who's who's taking that robbie anderson has more points anthony yeah i take that
0: as well oh no anthony you want to do a double let's let's do a double No, No, dave dave you're taking the double yeah oh you're you're taking robbie anderson yeah yes oh okay fair enough are you can't okay take the double, Dave? I'll take the double, <laughs> no problem, no problem.
2: All right, so my second guy, Darius Slayton. Um, like I said in the previous episode of the podcast, he's a big play guy, kind of like Robbie Anderson. Um, he also had the targets week one, but they were playing from behind as well. I think the ball will be spread around much better. I think they had to air it down the field more week one so I just think Sterling Shepard will be a little better um, Golden Tate I didn't hear any uh, injury updates on him he might be a go so that might take away some targets from S- Slayton um, so I just don't think he'll have as big as a fantasy week and I think it's still wait to see how the next couple of weeks go and plus the Chicago Bears defense like yeah and
0: I think the Giants will be that team that has a different wide receiver go off every week and yeah. you never know who it's going to be. Exactly. Steer clear. All right. Um, I will go next. My wide receiver sit are Will Fuller of the Houston Texans and Deshaun Jackson of the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Will Fuller had a very good week one. This week, he's going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens completely shut down the Cleveland Browns. I think the Houston Texans are not that much better than the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson is. But... Will Fuller is clearly going to be uh, keyed off of his, on Baltimore when they're matching up as the number one guy. So I think he's going to be shut down, and he's going to be relying on a touchdown in order to be fantasy productive this week. So I would steer clear this week. Deshaun Jackson, a lot of people were high on because he was Carson Wentz's only option. Turns out Dallas Dallas Goddard is the best option on Philadelphia. And then there's still Zach Ertz. And then factor in that Deshaun Jackson's going up against Jalen Ramsey, I'm assuming, against the LA Rams. He's going to be the matchup. Pretty much every snap. Um, I would steer very clear of Deshaun Jackson this week. Do not flex him. Any any disagreements there?
1: Yeah, yeah, big time. I I would take that Dallas Goddard is the best receiving option with a grain of salt. They were playing Washington.
0: Let's uh, let's wait and see if he's the real deal. Sure, but he he was the best one last week, and and Deshaun Jackson didn't actually get that many targets, and now he's going up against Jalen Ramsey.
1: Oh, no, no. I agree that you're sitting Deshaun oh, okay, Jackson. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You're just challenging the Dallas Goddard. Sure, exactly. yeah, that's
0: fair, that's fair.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't want uh, people to think that Dallas Goddard's, like, the next the next big thing.
0: Sure, I mean, Zachary could to, easily be,
1: ten ter- t- like, 10 receptions this week, you know, something crazy, yeah. Uh, okay, my guys, I also picked Will Fuller um, for all the same reasons. Also, like, who knows when he's going to get injured again. I-, I have Will Fuller in a league, and it's... Uh, it's it's very it's very difficult. It's a gamble. Every time you start him, it's a gamble. Uh, but you definitely don't want to start him against Baltimore because he really is their only receiving option that we saw from last week. Uh, Kenny Stills didn't really make an appearance. Brandon Cook's a little bit injured, so I don't think he's worth a start this week. And then I had originally had Devontae Parker as my wide receiver, but apparently he's out with an injury. So I just picked the next Miami receiver I could think of so I put Preston Williams. They're playing they're <laughs> playing the Bills. They're not going to have a good time.
0: Yeah, even though Preston's like the only again wide receiver option in the steer clear.
1: Yeah, the other one I think is Ja'Keem Grant, also Sidem.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for our um Gardner Minshewins and Jared Sidems of week 2. Very excited about that. Before we sign off guys, I want to know which game are you most looking forward to besides the Browns Bengals we just watched? Which game are you most looking forward to watching this week? We'll start with you, Anthony.
2: Um, I'm looking forward to the Baltimore Houston game. Yes, um, especially now that J.K. Baltimore. Dobbins action between you and Moose. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll make sure to text him every time Ingram <laughs> carries the ball, <laughs> and I'm sure he'll do the same. With Moose, JK Dobbins. <laughs> Moose, what are you looking well, forward to?
1: I'm looking forward to the Carolina Baltimore, uh, not Baltimore, uh, Tampa Bay game now that uh, we got a beer bet running on it.
0: Oh yes, with DJ uh, Moore versus Robbie Anderson, that is going to be fun. I like that, and I'm looking forward to Atlanta Dallas. I think that's going to be another shootout. Is we're going to be really fun for fantasy, there's so many fantasy players between those two teams. Um, so that's going to be fun to watch.
2: All right, anything else before we sign off, gentlemen? Yes, uh, you have to explain yourself with the the beer bet, the first beer bet ever. All
0: right, the first on air beer bet uh, that we we're kind of doing these weekly beer bets now, besides season long ones. So last uh, podcast, Anthony and I beer bet who would have more fantasy points: Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay in the first game. I had Philip Lindsay; he had Melvin Gordon, and I was looking primo. Uh, Who
2: who did you have?
0: I had Philip Lindsay. Yeah, and And you had Melvin Gord. You had Melvin Gordon. Uh, Who? Mel, uh Who's that? Oh my goodness, Melvin Gordon, Roman numeral two. Sorry, guys, three or two? Two. Melvin Gordon, <laughs> Roman numeral two. I think it's two. <laughs> Man, we're getting confused with our own Roman numerals. There's Anyways, just so regardless, many Melvin
1: Gordons. It's hard to Philip keep track. Philip
0: Lindsay was in the lead. He was proving that he was going to get fifty percent of the volume, and then somehow he goes down with a stupid turf toe. And he leaves the game. I think they were they were both doing pretty bad. Philip Lindsay had like 2.3 points. Melvin Gordon had like 0.9 when he went down. So of course Win Melvin football, Gordon finished the yeah. game, had more volume, scored a touchdown. He wins. So check out Instagram, 3B Fantasy Pod tomorrow for posting of me doing a, a beer, a beer chug, because I lost the first beer bet of the season. I have a feeling I might lose a few beer bets this season. <laughs> but I'm okay. Um, I do okay, it for the
1: fans. I, I do just, it for the fans. Uh, I'm getting a note from our producer here. It's uh, Melvin Gordon, Roman numeral three. Three. Uh, I thought it was three.
2: Yeah. Thank you, producer. I said uh, two earlier in the episode, so uh, sorry about that.
0: Thanks, producer guy. All right. (laughs) I think that about does it for this episode of the podcast. Looking so much forward to week two. As always, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.
2: Ciao.